Welcome to the Orion Report. I'm Reverend Rayathan, your host. I'll be taking you through the topic tonight. Before we get started, I'd like to say a brief prayer to God, one who guides us and strengthens us. Please bring your hands together and join me if you wish. Holy God, by the name Emmanuel, we come before you in humility, love, truth, and spirit and reach out for your presence and guidance. By your mighty hand, help us up the mountain toward you. Let us come to stand within your resplendent court and know you as we are known by you. May your light and fire reside within us, shining into this plane of being. Strengthen us to become your stalwart soldiers in the cause of the good. Amen. So, next thing I'd like to do is read a little excerpt from the IA as is tradition. All men are armed against an enemy of some kind or fight for a cause. All of life is the choosing of a side, whether of action or inaction, of right or left, of justice or lawlessness, of ways light or dark. And you will see, as we go through tonight's topic, why that particular passage was chosen. And the topic tonight is a very extensive one. I've only scratched the surface of it, even after knowing about certain parts of it for years and doing extensive research, reading many articles, watching many videos. So I encourage you, when it's all over, to check it out for yourself. A subject of evil. In this case, communism. I'm going to focus primarily on China, since most of my talking points are about China, but this also includes some atrocities in North Korea and if you know your history at all you'll know that the paltry six million Jews that the Nazis slaughtered are nothing compared to the over 50 million that Stalin and his regime killed or that Mao and his regime killed you're starting to see a picture of brutality that far outstrips anything that any religious order has ever done any crusade has ever done any other empire has ever done so start with first point I'm going to start with is recently China has developed a robot guided by artificial intelligence that is designed to monitor a, a fetus in an artificial womb. The robot has the ability to monitor the basic life signs but also to monitor and regulate things like carbon dioxide levels, oxygen levels, and if you know anything about literature, you see this is right out of Brave New World, and it is pretty horrific. It is the next step for China, from social engineering to actually engineering within the womb, and it's very scary. Some of the points I'd like to talk about today are like uh, the Chinese social credit score. Now, on the surface, this is merely a way to encourage better behavior. But the truth is, it is a system of indoctrination and social control and behavior modification. And there is no higher purpose to it. 
It's not guided by the principles of the Lord. It's not guided by the morality of any kind of religious system. It is guided by the idea that the state is all-powerful. The state determines what is right and wrong. The state is mommy and daddy. The state is more powerful than God or religion. Now, anybody that knows anything about communism knows that it is a brutal, cruel, and oppressive system at best. Some of what I'm going to sh share with you tonight will convince you that it's not at best right now. As far as the social credit score goes, basically what you're assigned is you're assigned credit points based on your behavior. So if you behave well, you get good credit points. If you behave poorly, those points are taken away. And the way the points are used against you is if you have points removed, you lose access to public transport, you lose access to hotel rooms, food services, on and on. If you are a good person, you do the right things according to the state, then you get access to the better services. And we're talking about things like smoking in the wrong place gives you, you lose points. Failing to stop at a crosswalk, even if nobody's there, you lose points. Jaywalking, minor infractions, is a complete ordering of the society. And it provides the government with a tool for oppression, very subtle oppression simply can't go where you want to go, can't eat what you want to eat, can't see who you want to see if your social credit score is not correct. And this is just the beginning of how this can be used. This can be used really horrific ways. And if you think that this is only in communist countries, take a look at the cancel culture that the West is experiencing. This is exactly what it is, a social credit score. Check all the right boxes, you get all the good stuff don't check all the right boxes, you get fired from your job, you get ostracized, you get banned from social media. So it's not just in communist countries, it's just that they're a little more open about it. And going from that, we're going to go to Chinese, China's persecution, imprisonment, and torture of religious minorities. Now, this is a subject that has come in and out of the news over the years, supposedly was put a stop to, and China put out all sorts of statements about how this is all just malicious rumors and lies, but there have been a lot of people that have escaped and have given their depositions and revealed that it is still going on. The state in China recognizes five religions, Buddhism, Catholicism, Taoism, Islam, and Protestantism, hard one to say. Um, technically, on, in the surface, people are guaranteed the freedom to believe what they want to believe. However, they are not guaranteed the freedom to practice or worship what they believe. People, uh, Christians in home churches, have to register with the state and they have to submit their doctrine. And only approved, state-approved people are allowed to give sermons and preach. And they are expected to submit all of their works for state approval. So. The idea of salvation, of forgiveness of sins, of the transcendence of Jesus and the all-powerful nature of God, these are pushed aside in the Chinese government. And what is brought in is the ideas of self-sacrifice and good behavior for the state. In other words, becoming a good sheep or an ant in a collective, like a hive. 
and the Chinese have seemed to they seem to like this idea they've been doing it since the first dynasty under different names but they're simply falling in line like they always have now the Jamestown Foundation reported on a new communist program of collectivization and re-education they're not only doing this to Tibetans, they're also doing this to the Uyghurs and various other minorities. And it's it's pretty brutal system. Um, people are being uh, woken up in the middle of the night by raids. They come in, they raid the house, they take everybody prisoner, and they take them to the re-education camps. For some people, they'll be uh, raided during the uh, service that they have in one of their home churches. Everybody arrested, taken into the camps. And what they do in these re-education camps is horrific um, I mean the, 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 the least of it is forced labor and relocation to outside of your ancestral areas but they also do things like they tie it to what's called a tiger chair which is a chair designed for restraint so that you are immobile they hang you from the ceiling they beat you with uh, whips clubs cattle prods with uh, wires attached to them to make them a little more well, far-reaching. Um, there's reports of uh, men being gang-raped by other prisoners at the order of the guards. Now, you don't have to believe me. You can look it up for yourself. As many of these people have escaped. There's been prisoners that have escaped and reported this. There's also been guards that were forced to do it that have defected and given these reports as well. So this is not just science fiction and the, the Chinese government will probably want to shut me down because I'm speaking ill against them and that's their methodology. But these things are happening. And the, the kind of things they do to women, repeat, repeated reports of uh, beatings, humiliations, tortures, such as electrodes placed on genitals until you confess. And you're supposed to confess whatever it is they drum up whether it's uh, receiving illegal donations or fostering terrorism and in China being part of a religious group that is not state certified is considered an act of terrorism you're considered subversive and dangerous and a lot of the Chinese go along with this a lot of the Chinese go ahead and they do the torture they beat the people up and some of the guards that have escaped have said that well some of us do it because we're forced to and we're ordered to. Others do it because they're psychopaths and they like it. And a system like that is a system that psychopaths can thrive in. In 2017, reports emerged that the Chinese Communist Party was collectivizing and interning Muslim Uyghurs in political re-education camps. Now, the early estimates were hundreds of thousands, but new numbers have come out recently indicating that they are holding approximately 1.8 million people in these camps. The lucky few that have been released have uh, shared stories about hearing screams of their neighbors, not to mention their own torture. Uh, one of the things that they do is, um, for example, a mother reported after she and her family were arrested, they had her son in the other room and they deliberately made it so she could hear his screams while he was tortured, which was part of her torture. Those that get into these camps, these prisoners that are arrested for no reason, sometimes no warrants even sometimes. Um, minorities, there's evidence that's come out, minorities and other religious groups have been subject to medical examinations 
uh, DNA testing, um, ultrasound and x-ray testing, and then their information put into a database, the National Organ Donation System. So now China insists that this is false information, that it's just uh, rumors and slander, um, but there's a lot of people that keep coming out and saying that these, this stuff is happening. Now, in, in 2021, according to Forbes, uh, a group of UN independent experts expressed their concerns on these allegations and found that um, Uyghurs, Tibetans, Muslims, and Christians have been detained in China and subject to these situations. But I'd like to next touch on cruelty to animals, which is here in America, it is a very sore topic. It's now considered a felony to uh, engage in cruelty to animals. Not that the uh, current system is prosecuting fel felonies at present, but it is considered a felony. Um, and some of the things, this was the hard one for me to look at because I have a soft spot for animals and it was, it was difficult. So, bear bile farming. Bears are kept in cages not much bigger than their own body where they can't they can't roll over they can't stand up they can they can't even move and oftentimes what's done is the little surgical procedure and it's not done in a sanitary way where they insert a catheter into the, the organs and have a constant drip of these biles and it, this bile is used in Chinese medicine and it's there's no actual scientific proof that it does anything but there's and when the bears stop producing bile they're just uh, left in their cage to die of starvation and thirst it's, it's horrific dogs and cats those stories have become pretty popular so everybody knows that they're kept in small cages and used for meat markets taped up it's just oh, it's horrible and anybody that has a pet knows that these ha these pets have a sense of self. They have an identity. They have emotions. They have personality. This is a living being with a spirit and a soul. The wild animal abuse is, is, is even worse. We're talking about the, the kind of animals you'd find in a zoo, such as tigers and lions and elephants. Elephants are chained so they can't move. Um, Wild tigers and lions will routinely have their teeth ripped out um, and then they're declawed to render them harmless. And this is going on today. And most Chinese don't see a problem with it. There is a, the beginnings of, a, of an animal rights movement going on in China, but given the track record of the government and how tolerant they are of alternative beliefs, don't think they're going to have much luck unless they get outside help. The next thing I'd like to talk about is Chinese racism. You might not think of the Chinese as a racist people, but they are extremely racist. I mean, they will talk bad about us and they will support the left on their points of the uh, fake systemic ra racism in um, the United States, but in fact they have actual systemic racism. Um, professional basketball players that go over to China, 
as they're driving through the streets or walking through the streets that the China's the people in China are, are yelling the n-word at them telling them to go home calling them filthy um, the one example just one is um, Chinese workers at a McDonald's in a place called I think that you would say that Wang Xiao they recently held up a sign in English saying black people are not allowed to enter the restaurant and they don't see any shame in this that subject is way more extensive I encourage you to look into it uh, next thing I'm going to talk about is the Chinese infiltration of America and other nations the education system now this has been going on for many decades I don't know if you know what a uh, Confucius Institute is or what uh, the Thousand Talents program is but these programs and institutes um, they are actually throughout the world right now their agenda is to teach people to speak Chinese and to promote a pro-communist China ideal and image and convince people that it's good and the scary thing about this is in 2018 at the World Government Summit the summit held up the Chinese government as the ideal model for a world government which means that the elite your leaders believe that communism which is brutal cruel oppressive godless and evil they believed it to be the ideal system for the world which means what they really want to do is make sure that they keep us completely under control I don't understand why but that's what they want to do um, China sends nearly 400,000 students a year to the US these students in the thousand talents program are encouraged to report back to China they're put in positions of uh, research and development and they are not only encouraged but pressured to give information and resources back to China after they've been here and there's been some American professors that do the same thing for example Harvard University professor Charles Lieber he was indicted and accused of lying about his participation in the thousand talents program now Lieber wasn't just any professor he was head of Har Harvard's chemistry and chemical biology department he was entrusted with millions of taxpayer dollars from the Department of Defense and the National Institute of Health better known by some of you as the NIH the NIH which is funding research into the coronavirus we'll talk about all of that some other time in conclusion I'd like you to ask yourself what kind of people side with this kind of institution with this kind of system what kind of people willingly take the side of a government that will persecute its own people treating your own people like they're nothing they're worthless getting rid of God getting rid of morality breaking up families making the state the mommy and daddy who aligns themselves with this kind of system who thinks this is okay if you're one of those people that believes communism is a good system I urge you to pull your head out and go do some research because you are dead wrong we have to ask ourselves what kind of world do we really want to live in
Do we want to live in a global Sodom and Gomorrah? Even worse, a global China where everybody is afraid to even breathe? Satanic dystopian vision? Technocratic surveillance? Totalitarian oppression? Is this what you want to live in? Where every, everywhere you go, your every move, your every thought, your body language, everything, your tone of your voice, all of it is analyzed and judged and used against you? Is this what you want? Everything about perpetual war, materialism? Do you want to live in a caliphate of horrors? Perpetually locked into a draconian medieval mindset? afraid to express yourself at all? What about you out there that don't believe in traditional religion? What do you think communism will do to you? You pagans and witches out there. You think communism is going to let you just do what you want to do? Do you realize what communism does to the LGBTQ agenda? Communism crushes it all. You want to live in a hopeless, spiritless, polluted, industrial, tyrannical world? You want to be ants and bees in a hive? Exist merely to promote the welfare of the hive? Expendable? At the whim of the queen? At the whim of the aristocracy? You want to plug your brains into machines so you can live forever as a drone? Is this what you want? Ask yourself, or do you want an epic vision to live for? Do you want to strive to grow and become an angelic race, transcend, to merge science with mysticism and achieve miraculous effects, to achieve the betterment and the expansion of humanity? An epic vision where humanity spreads throughout the stars, not as a race of drones, not as army ants devouring what's in front of it, but as shining, resplendent beings, outgrowing the limits of physical reality, able to bend the laws of physics in partnership with God and the angels. Well, do you want Earth to be a hell? It's already a hell. Do you want it to be a worse hell? Or do you want to be part of transforming it into a paradise? And I don't mean a paradise for the rich and the elite. I mean a paradise for everybody. Rich, poor, middle class, black, white, yellow, red, male, female. A paradise for all. An epic vision. Can we continue to place our hope and our trust in leaders that have led us further and further away from the light? Further and further away from an epic transcendent vision for humanity? And more and more towards the pigsty, towards the pit, towards the cesspool? I myself am aligned with God. Now, in, in closing, I'd like to say that Last week I recovered from a bout of COVID. It was apparently the uh, Omicron variant. I had what I would consider to be a mild flu, maybe a medium flu. 
and it acted just like a flu. And after I recovered from it, a few people who knew my stance on the COVID vaccine asked me, well, how do you feel now about the vaccine? And I said, I feel exactly the same about the vaccine. Having COVID never changed my mind on the vaccine. We never said as Uriahs that COVID wasn't real. What we said is that the agendas, the mandates, are part of a satanic agenda. So, I have not changed my position on the vaccine mandates. And I'm not changing my position on China either. So, that's it for today. Enough of my ranting. Uh, join me in the middle of the week. I will be reading for the podcast some more excerpts from the IA. Uh, some of them longer, some of them shorter. But I feel it's uh, a good idea to share with people the holy work of my faith. I will talk to you next week in next week's video. And until then, I will hope God blesses you and keeps you safe and keeps you free from tyranny and evil and oppression and that you receive a transcendent and epic view for your life and for the lives of your loved ones. Thank you very much and God bless you. Oh, I see